Welcome to Win in Austin. I'm your host, Terry Greer, and this is my top three picks to eat barbecue while you're here in town in Austin for South by Southwest. Now, we all know that as soon as you start talking about top this, top that, especially with barbecue, you can get a lot of people in an argument very quickly. It's very subjective. People have different opinions. They have their favorites. And, you know, that's all fine and cool. You know, let's just let's just get this one out of the way. Aaron Franklin, number one. All right. Um, I haven't had his barbecue in a while. It's tough to get these days. But he's generally still ranked as number one. And whether that's still true, uh, I can't personally attest. But unless you are, you know, rich or well-connected, let's get realistic. You're probably not going to have Aaron Franklin's barbecue during South By this year. So let us review what's left on the table and what my recommendations are. I'm going to recommend three places, and I'm also going to let you listen in to the pitmaster at each location and let them tell you a little bit about themselves and their style. So let's get to it. My number one pick is La Barbecue. La Barbecue is by far the best barbecue in Austin. And therefore, it's the best barbecue in Texas. And then therefore, it is the best barbecue in the world as far as I'm concerned. You can disagree with me. I eat there generally every week, sometimes more if, if, uh, if the weather's really nice. And uh, they can be found at East 6 and Waller. Uh, I'm just going to give you a couple of pro tips it will be packed. They open at 11 a.m. You're probably going to want to get there at least an hour early, maybe sooner, uh, if you want some barbecue. They're going to have a stage set up. Uh, they're going to have hosted beer. Uh, you know, it is a true treat. So if you can wait the line, uh, check them out. They do sell out fast, and they're going to be serving barbecue sandwiches in the evening. The pitmaster there is John Lewis. Uh, he is a just a fantastic guy, humble, uh, smart and uh, knows his barbecue. So I want you to give a listen to my interview with John Lewis. Um, yeah, so we're here at the tail end here. Um, it's the firebox. It's, it's a, where the engine of the whole smoker there. Um, it's a pretty big firebox. I built it I, kind of the standard for an offset cooker is you want your uh, firebox to be a third of the size of your cook chamber. Uh, it's an insulated firebox also, so it's a box inside of a box with about four inches of ceramic wool in there, which is a heat-resistant uh, insulation. So it uses about half the amount of wood as an uninsulated firebox would use. Um, my goal when making this was to make turn an offset smoker into a convection smoker, which if you're familiar with you know, a conventional oven, which would be you know, similar to somewhat similar to a, the traditional offset smoker as to a convection oven which has fans that circulate the heat and everything in it like that. Um, and I was trying to make a s smoker that did that so I'd get even cooking all the way throughout. Um, and it's been working really great. Um, all the brisket's come off, I mean, 15, 30, at the most 45 minutes within, any, um, within each other. And that's, and that's 30 briskets at a time. That's what this holds right now. Amazing. Um, so as, as the heat, you know, you're building your fire in there, and the heat, as it exits the um, firebox, it, there's a swirl happening, um, almost like water going down a drain. And it continues doing that all the way through the whole kick chamber, all the way till it reaches the, um, the smokestack, and then 
If you go around and look on the outside of the smokestack where the smoke's coming out, you'll see like a tornado coming out of this thing. And so, and I don't know, let's go take a look. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's do it. So you, you never let the fire go out on this thing. Once you light it, it's that, going for six days. Six days. It's amazing. But, um, let me see here. Wow. They're all pretty much the same color in there. They're there's, beautiful. There's, there's no, um, and this, and we're about four to five hours into the cook right now. But there's no pale spots. It, um, there's no super dark spots. They're all just pretty even colored all the way across. And then um, if we were to lift a few of them up right now, they'd all be feeling the same, like the same amount of tenderness that's just barely starting to happen right now. Yeah, yeah. That is some beautiful meat. So when when will this be ready for service? You're, you're, you're working on getting this ready for tomorrow? It'll be coming off around 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. tomorrow morning. And they'll, they'll be fully cooked at that point and then um, I have a nighttime guy that I've trained up over the last uh, couple of months, and he's doing really good. His name is Chris McGee, Chris McGee, and so he'll put them inside our serving trailer in a hot box. It's it's held at 140 degrees and just holds them there so they don't get cold. Gotcha. And then still got food? Uh, we're closed on Tuesdays and Mondays. We'll be back at 11 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, but then the smokers are cleared for me to film all the way up with ribs and everything else on the menu tomorrow morning, so we can make that much more. Gotcha. Next on my recommendation is Curlin Barbecue. Now, if you show up to La Barbecue and the line is around the corner, whether it be around on 6th or around on 7th, you're looking about at about a two-hour wait at that point. Well, maybe a little less, but probably about a two-hour wait. But fear not, there is another location that's close by. Could be crazy. Generally, it doesn't have as long of a line, and that's Curlin's Barbecue, the new kid on the block over at Cesar Chavez and Chacon. Um, can't miss it. Great sign. Bill Curlin and, and his team are putting out some really good barbecue. Only open for about six or uh, five or six months, and yet they're still getting in the conversation with some of the best barbecue in town. Um, traditional Texas-style barbecue. As a matter of fact, I'm going to let you listen to Bill tell you about how he cooks. My name's uh, Bill Curlin. Uh, my wife and I, we've been in Austin for about three years. We moved here from uh, Phoenix, uh, we were just at that point in our lives where it was, uh, it was time for a change, and we were uh, just looking at some different places, and Austin uh, Austin won us over by far over all the other places that we checked out. Absolutely. Why why uh, why a food trailer and why barbecue? Were you uh, in the food service industry prior to? Yes. My wife and I have pretty much always worked in the food business. We have probably at least 30 years combined experience in the restaurant business. Uh, barbecue was just it was one of those things. It was just uh, you know it was my hobby. I've been doing it for a long, long time. But uh, I never, uh, even when, after I moved here, like I never really considered doing it for a living. Uh, it was just one of those things, you know, start doing it, you know, doing cookouts in the backyard, you know, because we like to do it and uh, start inviting people over and they'd start inviting people over and, you know, soon we were having huge cookouts in the backyard and, you know, we were getting a lot of really positive feedback. A lot of people tell us, you know, it was, you know, some of the best barbecue they ever had. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of in the opinion that, you know, nobody's going to come to your house and uh, eat your free barbecue and drink your beer and tell you that it sucks. So, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, I have to ask the question because you're you're in the you're down here on uh, on East Caesar Chavez, with pe with people with the heavyweights in, in the mix like the uh, the Mueller's or, or John Lewis and 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 the Franklins of the world, you know that takes uh, you know a little bit of an ego to say hey I'm going to throw my name in the hat and, and get up there. But you 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 you're climbing the ranks, you know from my from my experience pretty pretty quickly. Uh, can, do you want to speak to that at all? Yeah, I mean. I don't know what to say about it really you know uh it's been it's been awesome you know uh we just decided to open and just you know 
you know, if you notice our menu, it's really a, it's really basic Texas barbecue. You know, we're not doing anything. We're not doing anything really crazy as far as like strange menu items. What we are trying to do is just, you know, do the things that we do as good as they possibly can be done. You know, and I think uh, people have been really, really receptive to it. And also, you know, we're trying to do, you know, as much as we can in a, in a 10-foot trailer, you know, make everything possible in-house. South by's coming up. You got any special plans or anything or any tips and tricks uh, uh, to make sure people that are from out of town that might want to get good barbecue, should they, you know, what time they, should they get here? You know, give, give us some curling pro tips. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think this area is going to be really busy. Uh, there's a big music festival that's happening right and the other side of that fence. Oh my goodness, crazy. Uh, some, some big name bands playing there too. And that's gonna be two days, Wednesday and Thursday of the main South By. And uh, yeah, this area is gonna be, I mean, it's not gonna be Sixth Street, but it'll be it'll be plenty busy. You know, I'm sure we'll be at you know max capacity for the whole thing. And uh, you know, for us, uh, when the music festival's not going on, you know, we like to have live music here anyway. So we're, gonna, we're trying to have live music uh, every single day that the music fest isn't going on. Cause you know, obviously we can't compete with their PA system, <laughs> but uh, also, too, uh, we're going to have extended hours for uh, South By. We're going to be open uh, starting uh, the Monday, the Monday of the main week of South By. We're going to be open that entire week. We won't be closed Mondays and Tuesdays, and we're going to have nighttime hours as well. Uh, we're going to go from 11 to 8 at night, and, uh, or 11 to 7, I believe, 11 to 7. But uh, at some point, uh, maybe around 3-ish, I'm thinking, we're going to switch over for the nighttime and just do barbecue sandwiches at night. It'll just be chopped beef, pulled pork, sliced beef, that sort of thing at nighttime. But during the day, it'll be our regular menu that we always do. Bill, I really appreciate your time, and, and I look forward to having more Curlin's Barbecue and wish you uh, a huge success during South By. Well, thank you very much. It was nice, uh, nice to be interviewed by you. I appreciate it. And for my wild card pick, I'm picking Man's Barbecue up in the north part of town. It's not a food trailer. It's actually a sit-down restaurant. Uh, very nice place. And it has one of two women pitmasters. Kathleen Mann is the only the only the second pitmaster that we're aware of who is female. Um, great barbecue. It has been ranked in the top ten in uh, barbecue places in Austin by several uh, several different blogs and and publications that sort of thing. But what I like about Mann's is the barbecue is, is good, very good. And they have a, a large amount of side dishes. So between the brisket and the pork, uh, the pulled pork is very good. But you're also going to feel like you have a full meal with about 20 different sides, you know, homemade cornbread. Um, it's a place that if you really need to get some food on your ribs and you don't want to stand in a long line and you're staying up in the north part of town in a hotel, this is the place to check out. So 183, I'm going to have a link on my website, Man's Barbecue. Uh, just search it M-A-N-N-S barbecue. I can't say enough good things about it. Listen to Kathleen as we sat down and talked a little bit about barbecue and what it's like to be a female pitmaster in a man's world. Okay, my name is Kathleen Mann and I'm the pitmaster at Man's Barbecue. Our website is www.mannsbbq.com and I've been pitmastering almost full-time for six years and I've been with Mans on and off for almost 16 since we've had it. I love it. I love it. Can you also tell us your Twitter? I noticed you're very active on social media these days. Uh, somebody might want to follow you on Twitter as well because I know you get around the town quite a bit. Oh, okay. My Twitter, my personal Twitter is K-M-A-N-N-A-U-S-T-I-N and my um, work Twitter is M-A-N-N-S-B-B-Q. 
what's you know are are y'all gearing up for South by Is South by going to uh, do you expect any anything I know y'all are pretty far north but uh, do y'all see a surge during South by or anything like that since people are hunting around for barbecue places lately um, in the last few years when it's become a little more popular I've seen a surge uh, James Spader actually ate here one day we are a little bit north of it so it just depends if people rented a car or if they want to take a cab a little bit north I understand that our location is not exactly prime for those types of things so people do have to go out of their way um, I'm just delighted when they do and that's always exciting as far as um, you know we just we really never know who's going to come in the doors and that's that's makes every day exciting we'll get um, anything from you know construction workers to blue collar workers to business workers to to a bunch of ladies that'll come in here um, and we, we welcome everybody. We want everybody to have a good time. Probably the favorite part of, um, of my morning is the last thing I take off is the pork ribs. Those have to smoke the longest besides the brisket and pulled pork, which have been going all night. And when I take those off and they kind of like break in the middle and I see that they're just, um, they're tender enough to break, but not tender enough to break all the way apart. That's probably my favorite part. Um, and as far as, you know, I, I like everything that I'm, that I'm cooking. I'll experiment in the morning. I've, I was telling these guys earlier that I put a lobster tail on for breakfast last week. And um, so I just experiment on my own. I don't know if it would go over well with the customers, but definitely the pork rubs is my favorite part because I know that all that stuff has been smoking and that's the point to where it's the last thing for me to take off and, and, um, and then just starts the show of the customers arriving. So, How hard was it for you to kind of take, take the reins and start cooking brisket? Well, you know, we use a, just a basic salt and pepper rub. I don't do anything special when it comes to that. I don't do a wet rub or anything like that. And I, I just smoke it low for a very long time. Um, as far as trimming it up, once I take it off the pit, we don't, I don't, I don't do anything to it because I want it as is. I want it whole, and I want people to get the certain cuts that they want. I used to be a lean eater, and I didn't want any fat on mine until I found a piece in the fatty part that you could just pull right out that was so tender and juicy. I don't, I don't like to trim it up or at all until the customer orders it. So we keep it all just whole briskets, and that way they get their certain cut that they'd like, and we don't charge extra for any of that stuff like other people will. It seems like uh, reading some of the articles about you that there is um, people wanting to make a story out of uh, you being a female pitmaster. Do you think there is a story there, or, do you, or, or what are your thoughts? Or you think they're making too much out of it that that you're just a, a person doing the family business and, and being a pitmaster? You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely think uh, barbecue is a man's world, um, and for that reason dad was always known as the pit master until a couple of years ago when we were at the barbecue festival and it I was taking the reins and I told them I wanted to do it um and when they called up and asked who was the pit master and mom told them me I remember that day and it was very um it was just it was just um I don't know how to describe it. It was exciting because they had finally, you know, they had finally started telling people that I was the cook and I, I was the pitmaster because people like to think a certain way. And dad had been the cook and the pitmaster for so many years. And most of these, most of these other barbecue restaurants, you'll see it's all men. I was, I was at a beef rib competition and it was all men. And I walked in with two guys with me that were helping me that day. And 
not really many people came up to me and talked to me at all. So I think that it's definitely, um, you know, I don't know if people get the idea. It's like, oh, that's a woman doing barbecue. I, I really don't know that she's going to be that good. But, um, you know, and most of the times when you go to barbecues, men are over the grills. And I've always been one to take the reins and want to cook my own steaks and do things like that. So I don't, I understand, you know, people's um, perception on it. So I think it's a bit different. If it's a story, you know, I don't know. Tootsie, I got to meet her this last weekend, and she is the only other female pitmaster that I know of. And she was just a delight. And, um, you know, it's it's almost like, you know, all of my grandmothers cooked. And I feel more like I'm, I'm cooking and doing those kind of recipes and following out through what they did. So to me, it's it's just almost like a, a woman being in the kitchen, you know. I feel like I sort of belong there. And whether whether it's whether it's man versus woman, you know, I don't think it. I don't think it's a big issue. But I think some people might look and be like, "Oh, oh, she's a girl doing barbecue." I don't know if that's going to be any good. So, well, I, I can attest. I can assure you that it's very good barbecue. Kathleen, thank you so much for spending time with me today and talking with me. Uh, uh, I look forward to coming back many more times and enjoying your barbecue. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for listening to Win in Austin. We can be found on the web at winandaustin.net. We can be followed on Twitter at winandaustin or on Facebook at Facebook slash winandaustin.